Welcome to the Kintsugi Life podcast with me, Toby Hazelwood. Kintsugi Life is about learning, growing and strengthening from the times of adversity and challenge that we all go through. It's about valuing them as part of what makes us who we are. Right now, let's get into the content. Hi, and welcome to this episode of the Kintsugi Life podcast with me, Toby Hazelwood. In this episode, I want to talk about um, a theory that I have around marriages and weddings and just about people considering the end state without considering the process. So do you want a marriage or do you just want a wedding? You can't enjoy the end state without putting in the work. Finding someone to spend your life with is hard. I feel I've earned the right to make such a statement as a happily married man who's also the veteran of one divorce and one failed engagement. It takes time to find someone whose habits we can tolerate and who can put up with ours. Ideally, we'll share some interests, find them attractive, and enjoy their company and their conversation. When you throw in the complications of geography and time, it makes finding a partner something of a battle of insurmountable odds. Even if you do eventually find the right person, the process of settling down can seem daunting too. You'll likely want to test the relationship by living together first. You may need to consolidate your stuff with theirs. Who gets to pick the decor? If you have kids or baggage from a previous relationship, emotional or otherwise, there are other factors and other egos to consider too. Planning a joint future and amalgamating two independent lives is more complex than any corporate merger. If you get this far, there might be wedding plans to make too. Which friends and relatives make the cut for an invite? Who gets to give a toast? Religious or civil ceremony? Where will you take your honeymoon? If you don't want to go through the legal or religious formalities, moving in together still takes nearly as much time and effort in the planning and the execution. And then, real life kicks in. How will you divide up the roles and responsibilities? Who'll pause their career to to raise the kids? Who'll clean the bathrooms and put out the garbage? How will you split the bills and the rent payments? I don't say all this to put you off. My own somewhat chequered history should be proof that I'm a believer in working to find a happy relationship as a cornerstone of a fulfilled life. But before before you get to the desired end state of being married or cohabiting, you've got to put in plenty of work to make it happen. As the song goes, you can't have one without the other, albeit referring to love and marriage. I don't suppose the song would have done so well if it were called work and marriage. And the work doesn't end either. The process is more important than the prize. It's not possible to separate the state of being married from the work that needs to be put in to achieve that state and then to maintain it. Online dating may have made it easier to find somebody to love, but it doesn't bypass the need to put in the work. And I say this as someone who's a believer in its power, having met my second wife online. Most who've spent time dating know that there's work to be done in screening potential matches and weeding out the time wasters, the narcissists and the serial killers. Then it's necessary to kiss a few frogs before you eventually meet your prince or princess. Each stage demands time, energy and emotional investment. There's no genuine or enduring fast track to the end state. The same is true in other aspects of life as it is in relationships. The ends justify the means, and vice versa. Many of us spend time dreamily picturing our ideal future. Depending on our preferences and goals, it may incorporate one or more of the following. Happily married to the man or woman of our dreams. A clutch of children and a dog playing contentedly in the garden. 
a portfolio of investments growing steadily in our bank account, a prosperous career with a grateful boss above us and admiring team beneath us. It's seductive to believe we can enjoy the end state without the effort, but seldom can the work be bypassed. It's in our nature to want the payoff quickly. Our fixation on instant gratification and buy now, pay later attests to that desire. If we can learn anything from crash dieters and get-rich-quick schemes and speed dating, it's that when we take shortcuts to results, they're unlikely to feel as good or be as long-lasting. Labels and titles are compelling. We're attracted to them like magpies are drawn to shiny objects. When we imagine our future selves, the colour in the mental image comes from the labels we hope to gain. Parent, boss, entrepreneur, champion, leader, partner, writer provider or influencer. Each of these means something at a conceptual level. Each denotes something that we hope to achieve or accomplish. Each label describes who we are and what we do to others. But we can't fast forward and become those through sheer will or desire alone. Each demands putting in the hard yards to attain the position. Each denotes a level of commitment and demonstrates that we've got skin in the game. We're defined by what we do. You can call yourself anything, but when the labels haven't had the work put in behind the scenes, they tend to lack substance. A parent has to find a mate, settle down, have kids, and then devote the majority of their time, energy and resources to raising them. A boss has to climb the corporate ladder, gradually gaining responsibility and honing their skills before they're deemed worthy of leading others. An entrepreneur has to find ways of creatively solving the problems faced by others who are willing to pay them in return. A writer must practice their skills and devote significant time to putting words on the page and fearlessly shipping their art out into the world. Labels are useful in conceiving where we want to get to in life, but focusing on the label alone as our intended destination ignores the process that has to be followed to get there. As Sinatra said, you can't have one without the other. It's compelling to design our lives by reference to the various roles that we hope to achieve. It can be useful to do so too. It helps us to set our direction, gives us something to focus upon and to direct our efforts towards. But the end states cannot be separated from the work that goes into achieving and then maintaining them. All romantic relationships demand sustained and prolonged work on a daily basis, not just to achieve the status of being married, but to establish and maintain it for the long term. It's about making a marriage, not just about being married, The differences between the two are subtle, but important to be mindful of. The same goes for any other label we might wish to apply to ourselves and in our lives. We're defined by what we do repeatedly, not by what we decide to call ourselves, or by what we'd like to be. I hope you found that useful. Until next time, this is Toby Hazelwood from Kintsugi Life, saying goodbye. You've been listening to the Kintsugi Life Podcast with me, Toby Hazelwood. You can email me on toby at tobyhazelwood.com. I'd love to hear your feedback. I'd love for you to leave me a positive review if you feel unworthy of one. And I'd also love for you to share this with anyone else who you think might benefit from the content. Until next time, this is Toby Hazelwood saying goodbye.